With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to Fox Sports Saturday. I'm Alex Curry alongside Monsi Bolaños. Thank you for spending your Saturday afternoon with Monsi and me. And Mons, I know I just told you, but I'm about to take off to Houston like an hour, two hours after our show ends. And for somehow, some way, I managed to pack for three weeks just before I left to come here. I finished packing. I'm like, Whew, I don't know be okay. how you packed for three weeks. I would be like, I'm just going to spend money wherever I land. No. Like, how? I, it's the only and you don't that's... even know exactly where you're going. You no, have no, no, such no, no. a like up in the air schedule. possible city. So yeah, I, I'm hitting the road with MLB on Fox and Flipping Bats covering the ALCS and the World Series. Very exciting. Super exciting. I can't wait for that. But uh, yeah, the only thing that stresses me out like in life is like it's packing it's figuring out how to pack so i'm okay. just what everybody probably wants to know what? once you get back yeah how long is it going to take you to unpack those three weeks that you took with you how long is it going to sit there oh, that's the real question it depends like do i have a day or two off give myself a day and then it's like if i'm working within a couple days i gotta i gotta get i gotta get the house back to normal so something like that oh you're better than the average person because my luggage just i mean clean laundry will sit there for a week for sure yeah yeah Yeah, okay that's yeah yeah that's a whole thing (laughs) yeah i I gotta get better about that (laughs) oh man all right we are broadcasting live for the tyrac.com studios tyrac.com will help you get there an unmatched selection fast free shipping free road hazard protection and over ten thousand recommended installers tyrac the way tire buying should be. And we're also brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Now, as always, we have a great show lined up for you Duh. guys today. We'll keep you updated on all the college football highlights as they happen. We have MLB Networks and co-host of High Heat, Alana Rizzo, joining us in like 15 minutes. Uh, we have LA Sports Report little Nikki K stopping by at the bottom of the hour, the second hour. Uh, and uh, 
MLB, not MLB, uh, F- Think she's getting she's getting she, yeah she'll get there guys it's all right we, do we have so much time it's uh, not like it's only NFC a two-hour North, show fox sports <laughs> nfc we all make mistakes <laughs> also joining us second hour, we're having a packed show you guys i need all the help i can get today my brain is like a million right. going a million miles a minute but we're going to be great we have producer brandon trufo with us today our technical producer chris perfett and uh, brian fenley at the news desk and we're gonna have some fun that's right so you know what we're gonna do <laughs> We're going to start with a game today. Yeah. A little game called Would You Rather. And don't, don't get NFL. your heads out of the gutter. NFL edition. <laughs> all right. NFL edition. Get your, yes. Okay. So let's start with the best of the best. Okay. All go. right. Because we have two 5-0 and o teams, both in the NFC, 49ers and the Eagles. So would you rather be the Eagles or the 49ers? I would rather be the 49ers, and here's why. I'm going to open up with some stats, okay? okay. I'm going I'm to give you it. some numbers first Go for here. it, go for it. Offense, points per game, 49ers are second, Eagles are fifth. Uh, first down percentage, 49ers are second, Eagles are ninth. Quarterback, Brock Purdy, 12-0 in games he started and finished healthy. First in passer rating. Jalen Hurts, obviously he's been in the league a lot longer, so 30-13, and 13, 16th. In passer rating. However, I will say he has a a chip on his shoulder, which is going to help him in every way possible this year. But let's go to defense here. Points allowed per game. 49ers first. Eagles 13th. Yards allowed per game. 49ers third. Eagles 10th. So now that you've heard the stats, I'm more of an eye test person. Definitely. As well. What we've seen. Yes, the Eagles are 5-0. and They have not looked as dominant as the 49ers. Now, they are finding ways to win, which is also important, right? Because they're gritty, they're getting it done, and they're figuring it out. But top to bottom, the 49ers are just such an elite team. It's the perfect fitting puzzle with Kyle Shanahan as, like, the puzzle master, like, putting his puzzle pieces together. And Brock Purdy's his distributor to his A-plus weapons with McCaffrey, Kittle, Debo, Ayuk. And when you have that much talent on both sides of the ball, it's hard to pick against them. And that's why I'm not picking against them. I'm with you on okay, that Okay, I was one. like, you going? No, you no, no. That's direction? why, I, yeah, I, I 100% agree with you. And even last year, yeah. when the Eagles and the Chiefs, I, I said on air, I was like, I the Eagles don't pass my eye test. Like, they're not, call me, I want flashy. I want a throw down the field to, you know, Kittle or Travis Kelsey. Well, the Eagles do a lot of like more um, brotherly shove, a lot of brotherly shoves, a lot of like just more <laughs> the like push push. Yes, that one. Like, honestly, it's like to me, I'm just like, they're a little boring. And I said this last year. I said it last year. So and I, again, eh, I, I just want to call it boring. It's scrappy. It's messy. It's not pretty, but they're getting it done. They are getting it done. And they were there. They went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Just for my eye test. Yeah. I. I, I don't get it. I don't. I 100% would take the 49ers. And this is not even looking at stats. Like you said, just the eye test. Yeah. I would take the 49ers. All right. They face each other on December 3rd. Very exciting. That's going to be, yeah, mark your calendars there. Now let's go to the bad. Okay. Okay. <sighs> would you rather have, hey, this is like, I feel, I even feel bad that I said bad heading into this. Would you rather have Bill Belichick or Sean Payton as your head coach right now? Both are Super Bowl winning coaches who are massively struggling, right? Now, they're mm-hmm. both supposed to be masterminds on their side of the ball. Mm. Bill on defense, and let me just note, Patriots uh, on defense are 25th in points allowed right now. And Sean Payton on offense, and Broncos offense is 19th in points per game and 
first in yards per game. Patriots are one and four. Broncos are one and five. Both are not in great situations. But <laughs> yeah, I think I would rather have Sean Payton. Interesting. Right now. Okay. Now, this also would be if <laughs> if the Broncos can move off of Russell Wilson, well, I think there's You're asking a for lot, a lot of things here. I am, I am. <laughs> I think there's a lot of hope for Sean yeah, Payton. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, and because of the direction that the league is going, mm-hmm. it's an offensive league. They favor offensive teams, offensive coaches, and Sean's an offensive coach. Yeah. I, it's just it's just gonna be really hard with him and Russ there. And he, Sean is you can tell he is publicly frustrated. Mm. He is publicly over it. And you could hear it in his post-game presser the other night after the game. To win in our league, you, you got to be better throwing the ball, especially, you know, I don't think the wind was that big of a factor, but we just knew it was going to be somewhat of a factor in the kicking game. Um, that's that's my first coming off the game, you know, third down. You know, we were even in some short yardage situations where we had to punt. So we got to be able to throw the ball. We right. can't throw the ball. He said that over and, and over. over again. I funny because these, I like that you said that these both coaches right now this season are in very similar situations, yeah. uh, struggling with their quarterbacks, struggling all around. Right. Both great legendary coaches. I prefer to have Bill Belichick, uh-huh. if I'm being honest with you, right. over Sean Payton. OK. Tell now, me why. And, and Sean Payton's great. There is something about Bill Belichick that. I'm scared of Bill Belichick. Yeah, his players were scared of him. Are I don't know if you've heard, like, all of them have come out after and been like, oh, man, I did yes. not want to be late for Bill. Right. No, Ooh. Rich Ornberger, who I work with on Sundays, yeah. played for the Patriots. He purposely crashed his car yes. to be late to practice yep. so that he wouldn't get yelled at. Yeah. I kind of, I like that. Like, I you want like Bill Belichick. Remember I just said I like being scared, guys? Yeah, she's I, also wearing a really scary t-shirt It's not today. that scary. Guys, yes, it, is. it is baby Pennywise. I it's am, like a little baby. I am terrified of scary things. I, I get nightmares. I, I have enough nightmares of your shirt. And I, Thank I, you. I, I wish I could get a nightmare. Oh, I no. love it. I love it. <laughs> so, like, I want Bill Belichick to yell at me. I want him to maybe curse me out. <laughs> I'm like imagining Monty sitting yeah, in, like, I a love, construction I, room. You know those destruction yes! like, You can go and break things. Yes! It's like... Bill, take your anger out and yell at me, yes, please. Yes, I would love, I would love <laughs> what that. what I see happening. Oh, man. And I also like his one-word answers when Gosh. he's in a bad mood. You I like it. that. Maybe you should start wearing, like, cut-off sweatshirts. Oh, like that's him. it. Just start to. That's going to be one of my Halloween costumes. scary Bill. Scary Bill. That's going to be one scary of, I gotta, Bill. I gotta, I'm going to go get a sweatshirt from, like, season. Target, and I'm going to. You're right. That's you like spooky one. season? I love spooky season. Oh man, it terrifies me. I like love the, it. The skeletons, the clowns, everything. I'm like, I can't wait. No, it's over. It's the best time. <laughs> and, no. it's, and you know what sucks about Halloween? It's over on October 31st. There's yeah. no, it no. doesn't bleed into the next month. No, pumpkins like every, do. Pumpkins do. Pumpkins do. And the orange does. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, yeah. It. But yeah, Bill Belichick, come on, yell okay. at me. Okay, well. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to our next one, which Bill is also in. Yeah. Would you rather have Bill Belichick or Jerry Jones running your team? Now, this one is also hard, but I'm going to go with Jerry. Honestly, I don't think either of them should be the GM. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to take the last, I don't even know if it's lesser of of two evils, but I'm going to go with the guy who owns the team and Mm. needs to do well for his own personal gain. Now, you might say, Alex, how can you pick... Jerry, when the Cowboys have won four playoff games in the last 23 years, and the Patriots, meanwhile, have 
The last 23 years have won six Super Bowls with Bill and Brady, but we are in the post-Brady era. Patriots have not won a playoff game since he left. And again, because Jerry owns the team, it's kind of like there's there's no option there. It's like he is the boss. He, he's going to do what he wants. So I'm I'm going to ride or die there. So I am I'm with you. I actually also think Jerry Jones. And I know that sounds crazy. Listen, Cowboys are the most valuable team in the U.S. for a reason. Yeah. Like no matter what. But the big thing is I don't want my coach to be the GM. I didn't like it when Doc Rivers was the Clippers head coach and the GM. I don't like it now. You worry about just being a head coach and let somebody else think about it yeah. like this. And you you could have an input, but that shouldn't be on you. No. So I I agree. They're not great either one. No. But I'll take Jerry Jones as a my GM. All right, last one. Would you rather have Tua? Or Josh Allen as your quarterback. Now they're in the same division. Battle for the AFC East. I'm going to go with Josh Allen. He I has, knew you were going to pick Josh I Allen. Know, I know. <laughs> he, has, he has the raw talent. He has the arm. He's cut down his interceptions after that first game. And this is the big one. He doesn't have the same injury concerns that Tua has. If Tua gets another concussion, we have to have a serious conversation about his career and if he can Continue. Now, Tua's playing great, and how much of that, I also is my question, is Mike McDaniel. We saw where he was before Mike, now where he is in Mike's offense. So, Tua's numbers in 2021, 13 games, is before Mike McDaniel's. 2,653 passing yards, 16 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Now, in 2022, in 13 games with Mike McDaniel, 3,548 passing yards, 25 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. Big jump. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then on the other side of things, you look at Josh Allen, who lost his offensive coordinator, who was his security blanket, an incredible offensive mind in Brian Dable. And you would think Josh Allen's going to have this crazy drop off, right? Surprisingly, he didn't. Josh Allen's numbers with uh, Brian Dable in 2021, 4,407 passing yards, 36 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Josh Allen's numbers without Dable in 2022, 4,283 passing yards, 35 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. So the fact that he's able to maintain and still be that same guy and same player, I'm taking Josh. All right. So the one thing I will agree with you on that I can't, I cannot deny is the injury thing. Yeah. You know, 100%. Josh Allen hasn't, hasn't gone injured or any big injury. Tua has had lots of injuries throughout the, throughout his career, even in college, you know, so, but I will say I'll take Tua. I think I know it's a smaller uh, percentage or a smaller uh, sample size because of the injuries that Tua has had. Yep. And I agree with you also that Josh Allen might be able to throw the ball further. Maybe. Okay. Mm -hmm. He has a stronger arm. I think Tua is more accurate than Josh Allen. He plays within the system and he doesn't need to be flashy or be the star. Could that be because he has more weapons? Maybe. Maybe that could be it. Josh Allen is his own worst enemy. He's not afraid to go for it, and there are times when it's like, no, Papi, you do, you should be afraid. You should kind of assess this moment. I feel like some of the mistakes that I have seen Josh Allen do are in really crucial moments, while I haven't seen Tua do that. I think he's more accurate. Yeah. So I, I would take Tua, even though the sample size because of his injuries is a lot smaller, 
compared to Josh Allen, who has basically played every game yeah. in his career. Issa Reese. This is a fun little thing we uh, we might continue to do. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break here, but when we come back, MLB Network's Alana Rizzo is joining the show. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You're listening to Fox Sports Saturday with Alex Curry, Monsi Bolaños. We are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios in Los Angeles. And first off, I want to give a shout out to John in Pennsylvania. Who yeah, just, John! Who just called into the studio to say that he was listening and loves us. We love you, all of you, for listening, so... Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you, we'll John take, in Pennsylvania. We will take all of the love all the time. So you want to call in, talk to producer Brandon. He'll he'll relay the message. But guys, we are in the heat of the MLB postseason right now. The ALCS kicks off tomorrow. Rangers and Astros. So we're bringing on one of the best baseball reporters in the game. I've been lucky to know her almost my entire career from her time with the Dodgers when I was the Angels sideline reporter. She is now the co-host of MLB Network's High Heat, Alana Rizzo. Welcome to the show. Yes. Hello, ladies. Congratulations on your show. It's oh. fantastic to be with you. How Thank you. How are you? We're doing great. Now, 
Alana, we got to start with the biggest upset <laughs> this postseason. <laughs> our Dodgers, okay? Now, you spent almost a decade in L.A. covering the Dodgers, and they have been one of the best regular season teams over that time. But for some reason, they've not been that same team come October. What do you explain what we just saw from L.A.? I think the biggest thing is this year, it was pretty clear cut. From the beginning of the season, I said the Dodgers don't have enough starting pitching. And I think, you know, they were really – Tampered by what they had, they had you know guys having to come up from the B minor leagues that weren't really ready for the big stage. I think Bobby Miller is going to be a very good starting pitcher in the future. I don't think that 2023 was the year that uh, he needed to be up here. He was here because of necessity, because of the injuries, obviously to Walker Bueller, who we thought would possibly come back in September out of the bullpen. Obviously, Tony Gonsolin goes down, Dustin May goes down, all of the domestic violence uh, issues with Julio. Obviously, Clayton Kershaw did not have a good Game 1 performance. I do think that Kershaw would have pitched a lot better had there been a Game 4. Um, but the Dodgers just did not have the pitching depth. Coupled with the fact that you have at the top of your order, Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman, two MVP candidates in the National League, if it wasn't for Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, and they combined for one hit in the entire Yes, so you know their bats went cold. Uh, they have a very top-heavy lineup. The bottom of the order didn't do anything apart from Will Smith, and I think you have a starting staff that just couldn't go the distance. I mean, the bullpen, which is typically the one part of the game that keeps GMs up at night, was the best part of the postseason for Los Angeles. They had to eat up so many innings. The starting staff didn't even combine for five total innings thrown in the three games against Crazy. the Diamondbacks. That's not a good formula for success. So. You know, I I really wish they would have gotten another frontline starter at the deadline. To Andrew Friedman's credit, he did go after Eduardo Rodriguez. They mm-hmm. did think that they had him, but then he elected to, you know, exercise his no-trade clause, and he decided to stay in Detroit with yeah, the Tigers crazy for, for personal me. reasons. And, yeah. and he, has that, he has that right. But, mm-hmm. you know, no pitching, no depth, and a, an offense that was totally cold. That's why the Dodgers didn't get out of the first round. Uh, Alana, but it's the same old song and dance. The bats going cold. Mookie Betts, since 2021 NLCS, has gone three for 37. So it wasn't just this year. The fans, we've seen this over and over. Should there be a new voice in the clubhouse? Do you think that would make a difference? I mean, I think, well, I mean, you think about what is the, what, besides what I just mentioned, what were the Dodgers missing this year that they've had every other year? Um, in the most, what, like seven, eight, nine years? What, mm-hmm. what was missing? Justin Turner. Uh, Justin mm-hmm. Turner it was such a huge force, not only as the three-hole hitter, but just a leader in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you think about what Justin Turner was able to do in Boston, not even from an offensive standpoint or playing third base, which he didn't have to do too much because of Devers, but you think about what he meant to the clubhouse in terms of a leadership standpoint. Mm-hmm. There's very few times where there's somebody that's named a captain in baseball. Justin Turner was the captain. I mean, Dave Roberts even said he was the glue that kept that team together. So you take away Justin Turner, and I understand it's a business. He wanted a multi-year deal. The Dodgers didn't really want to give him a multi-year deal. Boston did. You know, you take away that, and then you take away Corey Seager, who could very well should have been, in my opinion, the you know AL batting champion mm-hmm. if Yanni Diaz actually would have played the last day of the season for the Rays. Those are two huge pieces as far as one from a leadership perspective and two from you know two guys that will always give you professional at bats. So yeah, I mean, I, I, a new voice. I mean, I think Clayton Kershaw is a solid voice in there. I, I don't. 
think that the Dodgers lack leadership. I think the Dodgers just lack pitching. And, you know, they never would have gotten to where they were if it wasn't for Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. But you have four guys that have 100 RBI on the team, and you can't get out of the first round. And I don't necessarily want to blame the layoff because the Astros had the same amount right. of time down, or downtime, rather, excuse me, and they don't have a problem. They're going to the ALCS again. So, their bats went cold at the wrong time. This is a game of rhythm and timing. You can ask anybody that, and it just it just didn't work out for them. Yeah, you mentioned that. We've seen now three of the 400-win teams get knocked out of the DS, everyone except the Astros. They would have combined one and nine. Now, why do you think we're seeing that, and do you think it has to do with that by having those five days off? I don't think so. I think, you know, again, it is about rhythm and timing. I remember back in 2007 when I was covering the Colorado Rockies and they went on that crazy run of winning 21 out of 22 games. And then, you know, they swept the DS, they swept the CS, and then they had to wait for the American League to finish up for the World Series. And they ended up getting swept by the Boston Red Sox. Now, I don't think that the Rockies would have beaten the Red Sox uh, in 2007, but I do think it would have been a bit more competitive had they not had a six, seven day layoff until the American League figured it out. But, I, you know, I, I don't know what it is. I think the Astros have a lot of different ways to beat you. The mm-hmm. Dodgers needed to slug their way to win, mm-hmm. and they just didn't have the bats to do so. You know, and again, if your starters can't get out of the, you know, the second, you know, they're already out of the game by the second inning, that's a massive problem. You're listening to Fox Sports Saturday with Alex Curry and Monty Bolaños, and we're talking to Alana Rizzo. Speaking about the Astros, for me, the Rangers and the Astros, it's a coin flip. Who do you think has the edge? It's funny because I was thinking about this the other day in terms of the X factor. And you look at these two teams and they're pretty evenly matched. I love, I mean, starting from the manager, right? Bruce Bochy Mm. and Dusty Baker, two future Hall of Fame managers, um, you know, guys that have a tremendous resume in terms of baseball, great baseball minds, old school managers who I love both of them, uh, the way that they go about things. Their offense is both very good. I, I think the edge has to go, I guess, to the Astros in terms of pitching and If there is an X factor, I just look at experience. The Astros expect to be there, and they didn't freak out when they played pretty poorly towards the end of the season, and there was kind of a toss-up of who was going to win the division. Um, So I guess if there's a, you know, it's going to come down to pitching and defense, as it always does in in these tight ball games. I guess the Astros would have the advantage, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Rangers could figure it out. The Mm -hmm. Astros have not played well at all at Minute Maid Park this year. So if the if the Rangers can go in there and split one of the first two games uh, and then go back to Globe Life Field, you know, when it's 2-3-2, you never know what's going to happen. Um, perhaps it's a, a it's in a seven-game series in this one. Who knows? I think the uh, the DS is going to be a lot more clear-cut than the, uh, the or excuse me, the ALCS is going to be, or the NLCS is going to be a lot more clear-cut than the ALCS. Mm. Yeah, let's talk about that National League there because we got some good drama in the Braves and Philly series. <laughs> is this the best rivalry we have in baseball right now? I mean, it's a lot of fun. I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a World Series matchup that's going to be more entertaining than Phillies and Braves was. Yeah. I, I think that that was the series that I think a lot of people circled. I don't think anybody thought that the Dodgers were going to get swept by the Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, And I don't think that... Uh, anybody would have their eyes on anything else, really, than the Phillies and the Braves. And again, you have to... You have to pitch, and the, and the Braves just didn't do that. I, I, I think their pitching was, was pretty solid, but the Phillies have 
their X factor is that ballpark and those fans. Yeah. Um, because it's just it was it's just been a game changer for them, and there's something really really special going on uh, with with Philly right mm-hmm. now. Um, so I don't you know I give Tori Lavella, who I adore as a manager, I give him a ton of credit. I mean, the Diamondbacks are undefeated so far this postseason, but I think that series with the Phillies is going to be quite eye-opening. And I I don't know. I I feel like this is kind of Phillies' year. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, before we let you go, I think I know this from just your last two answers, (laughs) but what's your World Series prediction? Well, I don't know anything, Alex, because I at the you beginning of the season everything. I picked Toronto and the New York Mets. So <laughs> that's what I, know. I, th- I think uh, everybody yeah. got shocked by that. I think I think I think it's a rematch of last year. I yeah. think the Astros will kind of have the edge over the Rangers, and I think the Phillies do best the Diamondbacks. And I do think that I last year I picked the Phillies in six at the World Series, and I was wrong. It was the Astros in six, but mm-hmm. I will pick the Phillies again this year. I love that. Yeah. Right, am I going to see you at the World Series? Uh, no, I don't think I'm traveling to the World Series, but I will be in Atlanta for the CS doing some stuff for Turner. So okay. maybe our paths will cross okay. at some point. I hope so. Alana, thank you so much for <laughs> yes, joining thank us. You. We love you. We appreciate you so much. Have so much fun covering the playoffs, and I hope to see you soon. All right, guys. You too. Take care. All Thanks. Right. All right, now let's check in with Brian Fenley and see what's trending. Yes, we do have a boatload of college football going on right now. Number 16, Utah has a lead. They've scored 14 unanswered against Cal. They're at the half at Rice-Eccles Stadium in Salt Lake City. Second quarter and number six, Penn State taking on a cupcake in UMass, who was one and six. It's 14 to nothing in favor of the Nittany Lions, the number six ranked team in the country, of course. End of the first quarter. And number seven, Washington owns a 14-8 edge against number eight, Oregon, where Washington quarterback Michael Penix Jr. already has two touchdowns through the air and 126 yards passing. Number 19, Tennessee, all square at seven with Texas A&M in Knoxville at the end of one quarter. As far as the completed games, no upsets to account for. There was a tight one, though. Number 11, Alabama holding off a comeback-minded Arkansas squad, 24-21. That is Nick Saban's 200th career win as the head coach for Bama. Number four, Florida. State all over Syracuse 41 to 3 as the Seminoles are out to 6 and 0 on the season and 4 and 0 in conference play and 6 and 0 was where number 3 Ohio State resides after their 41 to 7 beatdown on the road against Purdue number 7 Michigan hounding Indiana 52 to 7 JJ McCarthy the touchdown or had 3 of them excuse me as the quarterback for the Wolverines 3 through the air for the highly regarded McCarthy and a big win for number one Georgia as they take care of business against Vanderbilt 37 to 20 Carson Beck did have 261 yards passing and a touchdown through the air for the Bulldogs but we do know that Brock Bowers the star tight end for this team and the Bulldogs left the game in the second quarter because of an ankle injury and they're not sure how long he's going to miss. So something to monitor here for the Dogs after they improved to 7-0 on the season. With that, let's get it back to Monty Bolaños and Alex Curry. Thank you, Brian. You're listening to Fox Sports Saturday. I'm Alex Curry here with Monty Bolaños. We are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios in Los Angeles. Now, Monty, there's a report this week. That uh, Robert Kraft, owner of the Patriots, is open to firing Bill Belichick if the struggles continue. So, my question here. 
Is loyalty coming to an end in sports? Man, I hope not, but it sure seems that way. How could you say that about Bill Belichick? He is your patriot. Mm-hmm. I know you love Bill. We learned I that. Do. <laughs> I, we learned that in the last segment. You want Bill to yell at you. You want to go into a room with Bill and you want him to just let out his anger on you. I get it. But he tell me he is not. Tell me if you okay. think of Patriots. For, first you of all, don't I'm gonna tell him. you. Yes, of course. Right. Like, but it is it is extremely rare to spend your entire career, whether it's coaching or as a player. With a single franchise, obviously Bill did not spend his entire career with the Patriots, but like even on the athlete site, what you have like Derek Jeter in the Yankees, Kobe Bryant in the Lakers, Tim Duncan in the Spurs, Troy McMahon in the Cowboys, John Elway in the Mavs. There you go. The Broncos. But like back to this situation, Bill's been there since 2000, right? He's in his 24th season. That is a hell of a run. He has had success in New England. Okay. He brought them six Super Bowls. An NFL record, 31 career playoff victories, and 330 total wins. He's been coach of the year three times. He is 71 years old. Yes. Monsi. Yes. Okay. But since Brady has left in 2019, they have not won a playoff game. And his offensive draft picks haven't really hit. And after a quarter of a century... Almost a quarter of a century. I don't think it comes to loyalty anymore. This is a business and it might be time to move on. If it wasn't for him, you wouldn't be what you are now. And Tom you Brady. Can, you can throw at and sure, sure, Tom Brady. Right. It was they both were, of they them were a one two punch. I agree. They were, they were As a one two punch. Now, Bill needed Brady. Brady was better with Bill, but was still able to succeed and win a Super Bowl elsewhere. I. It's just hard for me to just accept. It's a business. I understand. It is. It is a business. Sports. Right. But tell me, if it wasn't for what Bill did, you can't t- you can't deny that. If it wasn't for what he did, they wouldn't be what they are. Okay, maybe tell him you're not going to be the GM anymore. Or maybe this is something that you feel, but don't say that out loud. Why? Because it's- I, It was I, reported that Kraft likes to remind people he grew up a Patriots fan during the organization's darkest days, but that doesn't mean he has the patience to endure more of them. And that's okay. That's okay. You are your whole purpose in this league is to win. Sure. And if you can't win a playoff game after the incredible success that you had with this franchise, the amount of time he's been there, 24 years, he got you your six Super Bowls. It's time to move on if he can't win and he can't draft great offensive players. I mean, there's a lot of heat around Mac Jones not playing well. That was Bill's draft pick. He that was the, Bill's, yes. He is the GM and the coach. So all the glory and all the blame is always going to fall on him, which is. So with that, all the fa- all, all the good and all the bad is going to fall on him. But again, I just like, he's going to retire soon. I, I didn't like that this was said out loud. You don't let's, know. Let's say he that. He should. So like, he yeah, should. he should retire soon. But at what point, at what point as the owner of this team, you are not seeing success how many next chances do you get someone? I mean, every great player, every great coach reaches this point in their career after a certain age. The game has moved on. Unfortunately, Bill has not completely adapted to the new style of the game. 
But all of that, you take him away from being a GM and you put other people with him. I'm saying, listen, if you are going to fire the guy, I get that. But I don't see why you say that out loud to the media to create the story. Because this is a, you're you have a relationship with him. Bill right, but you have a re- you've been step friends. Away. It, it would be hard to, for There's me to believe that they're reason. not friends. It would be hard for me to believe that they're not what friends. What do you right? mean? Bill and Brady never hung out. They never had dinner. They they were not friends. You do not have to be friends with the people that you work with. Sometimes it's for the best that you're not. At this Keep it a point, working relationship you have to have work. But you have a working relationship. I'm not talking about Russell Wilson and Mar- Marshawn Lynch here. They have obviously a positive relationship. That conversation could happen behind closed doors. We don't know. Where, but it could. That's my whole point is that he, you're, you are the owner. Have this conversation privately and make your team better. Don't say out loud that you're about to fire the best coach of all time. Don't. I, I don't get that. I th- yeah, everything the, the, gets can, leaked. Everything gets leaked for a reason. You have to remember that. It, it doesn't just... Yeah, of Somehow course, because he's trying to... into the media, it's it's a nice little nudge of like, hey, if you don't retire, I'm thinking about doing this. I want you to go out on your own terms, so why don't you think about retiring? It hasn't been working since Brady left in 2019. Might be time to go, and this is a subtle, I don't even know if you call it PR push. It wasn't to, subtle. It was not subtle. You know. That's my whole thing. It's just, I, 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 I know, maybe I can, I can never be an owner then. I can never be an owner, which is how I felt about Damian Lillard and the and the Blazers. Like I, I can't be an owner then because I don't understand how loyalty doesn't matter, how what you've done doesn't matter. If that's what business is. I understand it's business. At the end of the day, it's business. But like. He wouldn't. The Patriots wouldn't be here if it wasn't for what he yeah. and Tom Brady okay, did. So because of everything that he did, that was great. Does that just mask all of the not great stuff that he's done after? Yeah. No. Why don't you talk to the San Antonio Spurs, who have not done well at all the last couple of years, and Greg Pop is still there. No questions asked. Why? Because there's. Is it the right decision? I don't know. Well, they just got Victor Wemby, so <laughs> things might be, and he looks good. Victor Wembanyama looks real good. That Frenchie, I like him. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he was going to be as good as he. He was showcased. spicy. He was spicy. He was spicy <laughs> out on the floor. This is. I understand the loyalty from a fan's perspective more so than an ownership business perspective because fans, like you, pour your heart and soul. You buy their jerseys. You buy the tickets. You're there to see them. You literally are obsessed with these players as a fanatic. But as an owner of a team and as the CEO of a company, you got to do what's best for the company. And right now, it's not good business with that, to be losing. With that, no, you make a point, but with that, the fans, how the fans matter. Yeah. So, like, you get rid of yeah, somebody. There's still, the, still, still, still business there. Getting still rid gonna, of somebody. Uh, who's the fans part, are not going to be coming for Bill. The fans are coming for the star players. It's something's going to change soon. I don't know if it's next year or the year after, but so, something's coming. I can never be an owner. Nope. I know. All right. We're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, the do's and don'ts in sports. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Four forty-seven to go in the half. Millerow looks as a man open. Touchdown, Alabama, Amari Nyblack, the tight end. He was open for 29 yards. They totally lost sight of him, and Alabama adds to their lead. Eli Gold from Learfield is who just heard as Alabama survived against Arkansas 24-21. Milrow, quarterback for Alabama, he threw for 238 yards and two touchdowns. All right, getting in a rhythm. Good for you. Getting a rhythm. Good for you. You're listening to Fox Sports Saturday. I'm Alex Curry here with Monsi Bolaños. We are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios in Los Angeles. You know what time it is? It is time for the do's and the don'ts in sports. Highlighting the do's. Ooh, I love that. And putting a spotlight on the don'ts. The subject brings me no joy. Don't do that. Are you on crack? It's time for the do's and the don'ts in sports. I got a lot of do's this week. All right. I got got both. I got both. And my first one is like a three-parter. Okay. (laughs) Do troll the opposing team. I'm going to start with the most recent one because it was heated. It was beautiful drama that we just had in the NLDS. Phillies, after beating the Braves, wearing attaboy Harper shirts that say on the back, on the front and on the back, it says he wasn't supposed to hear that. This is my kind of trolling. Let your actions do the talking and also your shirt do the talking. Now, we also saw this with Kittle after scoring yes. a touchdown. He had the F Dallas shirt under his jersey that he pulled off to show to the fans. I love it. Yeah. I'm here for all of this. They find him $13,000. What is That's like a quarter for him. Uh, like, what are you doing, doing, League? Worth it. <laughs> Worth it. What uh, we also saw Sauce Gardner posted uh, <laughs> Jets Country. Let's, Let's ride. ride. <laughs> After beating Russ and the Broncos. So I am here for all of this petty trolling. Yeah, I'm into it as well. I am all about uh, when teams do something, like when they get into the postseason, something special, let's say, for the fans. Yep. So I guess Philadelphia is having a Schwarberger. Did you see the Schwarberger? Like, it's not even possible <laughs> to eat. 
Like this thing is double the size project. of my forearm, like my elbow to my hand. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's like two giant patties. Yeah. It looks like bacon. Yep. And then it looks like three onion rings. Then they put the bun and then another onion ring on top and they're holding it all together. When Alex says it's the size of her forearm, they're, we're not lying. No, the photo is it's, like... How do you I, like? How do you even approach a burger like I, that? But I'm all You're into gonna that. You're going to have to take it apart. I'm all into that. Shore bomb, shore burgers. I love Philly. I, like, I'm really hoping they make it to the World Series so I can go back yeah. and I can Purely cover it. Because reasons. I love the aggression and the passion right. from Philly's fans. Right. I agree. You want them to yell at you? Like, they don't yell at me, but like, we were... we like. Fox has like a box, but then we also have some seats. I, I was like, I want to sit amongst the crowd, right? So I went to sit with this in the seats. There was this eight-year-old boy sitting right in front of us. Eight years old, maybe, maybe, uh, could be younger, standing on his seat, yelling and cussing out the outfielders. Knew every stat, everyone's name. The mom's like, "Sit down, honey." He's like, "No, mom, I'm gonna." Do-. It was just like. <laughs> 8 to 80, these fans are on their feet, not on their phone, so invested in the game, and I'm just, I'm Love here it. for all of it. Plus, like, my mom's family's from Philly, so I have, like, those, like, yeah. kind of family ties. I'm like, I can I can adopt that as my East Coast team. Yeah. I'm here for that. For sure, for sure. Okay. Do whatever it takes to motivate you. All right. And for the Texas Rangers, that is listening to Creed. Before the game. Now, apparently, they started doing this and they were struggling during the middle of the season. They started playing Creed for pregame and in the clubhouse. No. What was that? That's their song. Be better. Do do better. Do better. And then they turned their season around and so they kept it going during the playoffs. Creed actually, like, tweeted at the Rangers and like let's go so that, I, I'm getting ready for a lot of Creed next week that's so great because like Creed yeah. really that's what I love that yeah I've got a don't for you okay listen I, I get being a fan when your team loses I get it and you're mad I don't get fans who grab a jersey and burn it oh yeah run over it yeah, I'm not into that so the Cowboys lost and then on SportsCenter's Instagram you saw a fan using Dak Prescott's jersey to mop the floor don't do that one you spent money on that dummy. Also, like that's just these these people are yeah, they're frustrated, in a way, but but they're also like entertainers. Like this is not yeah. they're entertaining you and I. And like, come on, guys, don't don't yeah. don't be that type of fan. Yeah, that's rough. All right, real quick, I'm gonna get in one more. Do go. Do give your mom the touchdown ball. Okay, Tyreek Hill <laughs> knew he was gonna get fined, but his mom wanted to be part of his celebration. She asked him if he would give him the ball after he scored a touchdown. He waved for her to come down to give her the football. Mom was also a savage because a guy tried to take it, but he ended up handing it back to his mom. And then Tyreek actually followed up with that guy, gave him an autograph ball because he didn't realize it was his mom. So it was a win-win all around for Tyreek Hill. Way to go. Yeah. All of that. That was great. All right. When we come back, we're talking all things MLB postseason. I'm taking off in a couple of hours. The good, the bad, the drama. That's next. Fox. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Welcome back to Fox Sports Saturday. I'm Alex Curry alongside Monsi Bolaños. We are broadcasting live from the Tyrac Studios in Los Angeles. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you. For spending your Saturday afternoon with Monsi and me, we've got a great last hour for you. Mm-hmm. Lots of guests. We have uh, Spectrum LA sports reporter Nikki K joining us at the bottom of the hour. We have another special guest who will be filling in for me while I'm on the road. Carmen Vitale is going right. to join us as well. And we'll keep you updated on all the college football highlights as they happen. But we are in the heat of the postseason, baby. Yeah. Major League Baseball. I'm taking off tonight, like in a couple hours here, uh, to go cover the ALCS and then the World Series. So we're going to do a whole little dissection here of the MLB postseason. And what a crazy, it, every, everything, I'm just going to say everything has been crazy. A couple it's key been wild. points. It's been wild. Thank you. That's a couple key points. For. From the first two rounds. She's dying, but she's fine. We're great. We're doing she's great. She's good. We're doing she great She just here. forgot to breathe. Okay. <laughs> Three of the four teams that are now in the CS had 90 win seasons, which means the three teams that had 100 plus wins this season, they're all out. They went for a combined one and nine. Yeah. Baltimore swept. So sad. Dodgers swept. Terrible. Braves one win. So let's take a moment on these, just a quick moment, on these 100-plus win teams. And what went wrong? First with the Braves. You were the best team in baseball. Mm-hmm. From one to nine. Everything. Yep. But they are not great in elimination games in the playoffs. One in nine in their last 10 elimination games. Offense didn't show up. Ronald Acuna Jr., had 
the perfect opportunity in the seventh inning, bases loaded, to do something. Flew out. something. Flew out to a rookie center fielder. That kind of felt like the game. They did not show up in the biggest moments. Plus, you kind of gave the Phillies a team that loves to be doubted extremely strong bulletin board material when he said, attaboy, Harper. And they took it and they ran with it. The Phillies ended up showing up the next game with its personal Coach Prime t-shirts yes. on. Yes, Nick Castellanos. Bryce they both, Harper. They both hit like two homers. Yeah. yeah. Stared down yeah. as they were rounding the bases and then had the the celebration shirts in the clubhouse after yeah, that yeah, said yeah. attaboy Harper on the back. And he wasn't supposed to hear that on the back. Like it was beautiful. That's we talked about in the do's and the don'ts, but that is my kind of trolling. All yeah. right. On to Baltimore. I think the moment was too big for them. They're an extremely talented team, but they're still really young. Now they're going to have the experience. They're going to have that chip on their shoulder for when they come back next season because I do believe that they will get back into the postseason. I don't know if they're going to win the the AL East again because uh, this is the first time since 1995 that the Yankees or Red Sox were not in the postseason. <laughs> so something's going to like get shooken up in those two just sure. legendary right. franchises to figure figure out what went wrong. But the Orioles could be proud of themselves. I'm sure they weren't they have expecting to, be. to but it's you you have to be proud of what you did. Yeah. You losing does not have the value as of the, Dodgers. the Braves and the Dodgers. Not <laughs> yeah. even sort of. We are talking different chapters of a book here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like good job Orioles. I'm sure you weren't expecting to go out the way you did. No. Flat. They you know what I'm saying? They went yeah, out you got flat. Swept. I mean, yeah. similar to the Dodgers though, they need pitching. The, yeah, like the Orioles need to go out and they need to get an ace. Spend the money. Yeah, spend the money. Spend the on, money. Not just on your ace, on your other players too. Ownership. Spend the money. Yeah. But anyway, I just want to say, you know, they, they deserve, they did a good job. Yeah. No reason to hold your head down. You did a good job. Nobody expected you to be there. Good job, Orioles. This next team should have their head down. Uh, yes. The Dodgers. Yes. Honestly, I don't even know what to say. It's, it's hard to explain what happened. They are... A regular season dynasty over the last decade and have choked in the playoffs. Everything went wrong. Everything went wrong. Pitching was the worst performance by a starting staff in postseason history. Clayton Kershaw's worst start of his career. Hitting didn't show up when your best players go one for 21. Mookie Betts went hitless. 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 Freddie Freeman got one hit. You're not going to win, especially with this team and this offense. This is probably the most important duo on a franchise in baseball. Uh, You could argue like Ronald Acuna and Matt Olson for the Braves, but I think the Braves would be completely fine if they weren't showing up. But the Dodgers, if Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman, their number one and number two guy, who are also in the MVP conversation this year, don't show up, your team's not going to win. Yeah. You're I, not going to win. Pitching, hitting, non-existent. It's it, Man, it just all went bad for the Dodgers. Everything. Everything from the minute they started. We all know the postseason, for some reason, is Kershaw's kryptonite. Yeah. He knows it. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if Kershaw has done everything from talk to every sports psychiatrist, therapist, drank some of that Wyanostica thing that Aaron Rodgers like. He's probably tried. He's call it Wyanostica? What is it called? I don't know. Ayahuasca? But you get that, whatever. You yeah. got what I was saying. Exactly. That thing. I, I, 
Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Nobody know. You don't get to chime in over there, Mr. I said it right, right? No, it's ayahuasca? No, it's because he's been celebrating the Dodgers oh, uh, okay. losing but over uh, there. We Padres can see him fan. dancing. Yeah, Padres fan. It, I, what what can the... You were there. Okay, you were there at one I of the was, games. I was there at one of the games. And I could, like, so I was at Dodgers game seven in 2017 Me when too. they lost to the Astros in the World Series. And yeah. by the second inning, you could just tell they weren't coming back. They were out of it. No, like the, the hitters weren't seeing the ball well. There's just like when you cover baseball and you watch so many baseball games, you just, there's a certain vibe where you're like, oh, this, like if they go down five, you're like, ah, oh, they're feeling it today. They're going to come back. There was just that feeling and that vibe where it was like, oh, they're done. They're going to lose. Was it like that and while I, you were there? Unless you were at that game, because I was there, yeah. and you're right. It was like the life was sucked out of that I stadium. I mean, before most people were even, even in their in the seats. Stadium. That's the fan base to, and this is not just the Dodgers, but we're talking about the Dodgers, and I'm a Dodgers fan. The fan base is nothing like the Phillies fan base. No. Immediately, literally after the first inning, Bobby Miller is not terrible, he's not good, but he's better than Kershaw. It was sucked out. It yeah. was just like, almost like, actually, you know what? I don't even know if it was sucked out. I feel like there was no hope from the beginning. Yeah. From the beginning, it felt like there was no hope already. I mean, in he gave that up stadium, five runs before he got his first out. Yeah, first it shot. wasn't as bad as Kershaw. He had a one sixty two ERA. Yeah, no, it that's bad. It was it's as bad, bad as it gets. Literally, the worst performance. End. And I don't, I don't want to blame the five day layoff. That's not like the Astros were fine. And that's no, just you like, can't. Well, you, you can't blame a, that with pitching. You pitching, no pitching doesn't have an excuse for the bye because Correct. you're you have the five day rotation. It's the hitting. It's the hitting, the hitting. There is no excuse. Like you got to figure it out. Have you... some sim games. Have your AAA team come up play they against tried. them. I, I. But it's like, dude, you can't just be a regular season player. Yeah. You're making too much money. You're making too much money. But I don't. I don't know. Do you think the league should? I, I'm getting ahead of myself. But do you think the league should look at the five day? No, layoff? this is it. So you got to get used to it. Nothing's like nothing's going to change. This is what it is. And you need to figure out and adjust. Bottom line. Put the hammer Bottom down. line. All right, let's move on to the teams that are still in it. We uh, have the NLCS, Phillies, and the D-backs. Yeah. Kicks off Monday night in Philly. Phillies are back in the NLCS oh. again. And we just saw, with the Braves and the Phillies series, playing at home is a huge advantage for the Phillies. They are 14-1 yeah. and one in their last 15 home games. 14 and 1 in their last 15 home playoff games. That is insane. And they're clicking on all cylinders. Nick, uh, Nick Castellanos, first player in playoff history to have back to back multi home run games. Former Dodger, Trey Turner. So here's a team you can you can root for. You got you got Trey. Oh, yeah. First player. I was uh, rooting for the Phillies last year. In, yeah, Phillies <laughs> playoff history with four hits in one game. Yeah. And then Phillies 11 home runs are tied for the most in a single series. In Philly's playoff history, they they welcome the moment. Yeah, when they, and they feed off of they teams and players it. doubting them, Correct. as I just mentioned, with Arcia saying "Attaboy Harper," and then yeah, look what you did. Yeah, like look the, at what you did. Can we call the whole Phillies team Mister October? Yeah, like it's yeah. it's not one, all of them. They all show up. They all they're Mister October. They all show up. It's incredible. Yeah, you know who else showed up? Mm. The D backs. Yeah, they did. They are the first team with 84 or fewer wins to win four straight playoff games in the same postseason. Good for them. The D-backs have, now they're going to have their work cut out for them. Yeah, no, this they're not going to win. 
This is like, <laughs> but they're not scared. And this is something yeah. you said last weekend yeah. when we were looking ahead to the Dodgers D-back series. Uh, they create chaos and they don't have the experience, but I think not having the experience is helping them because you don't know what you don't know. Right. They're, they have nothing to lose. They have nothing to fear. Tori Lavella literally was like, I, nobody expects us to be here. No. Nobody thinks you were supposed to be there. That's 100% true. You have nothing to lose. Kind of like the mentality, I feel like, with the Detroit Lions this season. It's like, you guys have nothing were a little, to lose. There were expectations for because the Because of Lions. how it ended. But, yeah. you know, like expectations for a team that hasn't been good for a while, right? Yeah. It was like the last, they won the last six games, so there was a, a positive expectation. But in, in all reality, you have nothing to lose. Yeah. That's that's the beauty that the Diamondbacks have, but their Cinderella story, I, I do think, is coming to an end. Oh, I'm, I'm taking the Phillies in five. Yeah. What are you taking? I'm going to give the D-backs one game. I hope so. I yeah. hope so. Like, I, I hope they get one. Okay. Uh, yeah, Phillies in five, maybe six. Pick. Phillies in six. All right. Let's move to the ALCS. Let's do it. Astros against Rangers, the battle for Texas, and the AL West. Now, this is the first time these two teams have ever met in the playoffs. Crazy. Which is crazy. I will be heading out tonight to cover this series in person tomorrow. Let's start with the Astros here, all right? Because they just clinched their seventh consecutive ALCS appearance. The most of all time in the American (laughs) League. Braves hold that record in the National League. But you got to admit, the Astros are the most experienced team here in the postseason. Yeah. Along, like, over those past seven straight ALCS appearances, they've won two World Series. Again, only two, three players were on both those teams. But majority of their current roster today was on last season's World Series team. They have the experience. And you know what? One of those guys that was on both of those World Series teams who just happened to be back with the Astros this year was uh, Justin Verlander, and he gave a legendary speech after the game. Come on, man. All right. Uh, boys, this is, uh, this is one of those seasons, you know, nothing went way early. We battled through injuries. Yeah. Um, we grinded. I wasn't even here. <laughs> I'm happy to be back. Yeah. Seventh time. Seventh time. All right. Don't look that, don't take that for granted. On seven, everybody pop these motherfuckers. That's just crazy because Fox has, because we have the the American League side of the playoffs, we had those in clubhouse cameras. So Ben, his brother, and I were live on Flipping Bats as this was happening. And he's like, yeah, I think it's going to be Kyle Tucker or Dusty that's going to do the speech. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Then all of a sudden, Justin starts talking. It's because Dusty just hands the mic to Justin and he goes, I'm waiting to give the speech after the World Series. You're going to give this one. Nice. And so that was, yeah. I mean, they have the experience in the postseason and it matters. But we're also getting two legendary World Series winning managers facing yeah. off. You got Dusty Baker and Bruce Bochy, also both former San Francisco Giant managers. But both these teams have a lot of postseason experience. Yeah. Um, obviously different. Mm. But two of the hottest hitters are in this series right now. Jordan Alvarez having one of the best offensive postseason performances ever. Corey Seager. Corey Seager. You got another. So here's your two teams you root for. Yeah. You're going Rangers. You're going Rangers and Philly. Obviously. (laughs) Uh, Come on. This Uh, is so hard. I I said it when we're talking to Alana. This is a coin flip for me. Yeah. What are you going to take? 
I ah. I'm going to take the Rangers. Whoa. Is this because you don't like the Astros? Well, I'm part of or it. You go, part are of you it. going with your brain or your heart on this uh, one? I think, no, I, I'm going to go with my heart a little bit just because I okay. can't. It's such a coin flip. It's really going to determine, it's going to be determined if Texas bullpen, who has outperformed themselves in the postseason? They have. That was kind of like their, I mean, all pitching. They lost two of their aces this year. Right. But, you know, Nathan Evaldi. Has been great. great. Jordan, Jordan Montgomery. Montgomery. Yeah. It's going to be the bullpen. And because the Astros are such good hitters, yeah. all of them, all of yeah. them, if they can just keep them to like a little bit of it, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. they're going to hit the ball. Yeah, it's not like, going to happen. You know also, like Astros hit. are better on the road. So right, that doesn't, if the Astros right. win... One of two at home, I can see them winning all of them it's, out I, in Arlington. I really think it's gonna. They're all. They're. It's a coin flip. A coin flip. But yeah. I, I'm gonna take. I, I think the Rangers could do. They haven't lost technically in the postseason yet. Yeah, the Rangers. So they got that going for them. Uh-huh. Got Corey Seager. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Guess no. Guess. You think. You think the Astros? I'm taking Astros in six. In six. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be close. These are gonna be really Real close. close games, but. I'm going to take the Rangers. Yeah. I just don't know in how many. Okay. All <laughs> I'm right. Take the Rangers. All right. That's Ugh. fair. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, the Astros, maybe, maybe. I'll let you know the vibes. Let me know. Let me I'll know. Let you know. I just, the vibes. I, as long as the, the Astros are going to hit, as long as you could just control their hitting a little bit, yeah, like keep not it, happen. manage it. Yeah, just it's not going to happen. They're yes, just, that's smidge. I don't like admitting it, but like at this point, like you got to. They're just so good. All right. We're going to take a quick break here <laughs> when we come back. We've got some great guests joining us. Fox Sports NFC North reporter Carmen Vitale and L.A. reporter Nikki K. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Snap to Penix. Hand it off 
Johnson bounces out left side, beat his man to the edge. One more to get there. Touchdown. He leaps into the purple paint, and the Huskies reclaim the lead. Touchdown, Dylan Johnson. And the Huskies take a 20-15 lead on the Oregon Ducks, and they're going to go for two. This is a close one. You just heard Tony Castricone from Learfield. Oh, Washington up, Alex, against Oregon, 22-18. It's halftime. Dang. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is the one of the day. I quick. think I think Colin Cowherd's up at that game, too. He got, oh, yeah? He got taken up to that game. Quick, quick story. Did okay. you see that there was, it wasn't true that Dua Lipa supposedly tweeted something like, it's not true, but Dua Lipa tweeted, uh, uh, maybe I need a tight end. What's up, George Kittle? It was fake. She did not do that. But today, the Oregon mascot, the duck, yeah. had a sign that said, Hey, Dua Lipa, hit me up or something. So funny. So funny. Hey, it was not true. Shoot she your did shots. not. Yes. Always shoot, shoot your, your shots. shots. But she did not actually shoot her shot. It was just funny. Yeah, all right. You're listening to Fox Sports Saturday. I'm Alex Curry alongside Monty Bolaños. We are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios in Los Angeles. Now, I've been mentioning this throughout the show. I'm hitting the road with no. MLB on Fox and flipping bats to cover the rest of the MLB postseason. I'm actually catching my flight in a couple hours here to Houston. I am racing home, hopefully going to make it to LA. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. But while I'm gone, the show is going to be in great hands with Monsi in charge. And we have our Fox Sports NFC North reporter, Carmen Vitali, subbing in for a few weeks. And we have her now, Carmen. Hey, girl. Hi. Yeah. Hey girl. Oh, my God. First, thank you so much for joining us. Yes. And thank you for saving my booty and filling in for me while I'm gone. Also, of course, I'm so excited to come in and and what is it, back cleanup or... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pinch pinch hitter. Pinch hit, yeah. Pinch hit. Yeah. (laughs) Look at you talking baseball. (laughs) I know. It's been a while. I haven't been in baseball in about 10 years. That's okay. Get, get, I'll, I'll hop back on and I'll call in from wherever you're at. Yeah. Where will I be? We'll figure Um, it out. Maybe Dallas or Houston next Saturday. Exciting. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's too far in advance. Mm -hmm. But while we have you here, Let's get some NFC North updates. Cool? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Jordan Love has been struggling. Luckily, Mm. (laughs) the Packers are on a bye this week, but he only had 182 yards and three interceptions in the loss to the Raiders on Monday. Do the Packers still think he's the quarterback of the future? Absolutely. I was there at the game uh, in Vegas. Yes, I was there at the game in Vegas, and what struck me was that that was a game plan for the Green Bay Packers that looked like it was supposed to include Aaron Jones, their running back. And he was a last-minute inactive for the Green Bay Packers. I think they prepared all week like they were going to be able to have him. And when they didn't, that just kind of threw everything into a tizzy. And, I mean, at halftime, I remember, I think, the Green Bay Packers' three leading receivers were the three tight ends, one of which I don't think anybody's ever heard of. So it was just a discombobulated kind of mess, but I kind of understood it because they were kind of thrown into a situation they didn't expect. Uh, that being said, Jordan Love doesn't really lose his poise at all, which I think is one of those intangible things that, make, that makes him such a good leader, that makes him such a good quarterback. You hear about quarterbacks never getting too high, never getting too low, and that's Jordan Love to a T. So they absolutely still think he's the guy. They're still trying to also figure out their, their best five on the starting offensive line now that David Bakhtiari is out for the year. So I, this this buy actually, I think, came at a really good time for the Green Bay Packers. I'd say and so. we're going to see a, a, a better team, I think, on the other side of it. 
All right, Carmen, let's move on to the Vikings. Oof. No Justin Jefferson for a hot second. Who really knows how long? Because of this, do you think Kirk Cousins will be a Viking by the end of the season? Well, also, trade deadline, October 31st. Trade deadline, also that. Yeah, I I don't see Kirk getting moved before the trade deadline because, A, that's pretty soon. Yeah. And, B, you just don't – there's no precedent for seeing a starting quarterback moved in the middle of the year. I think it would have to be something pretty drastic to happen, like an injury to a contender's like, starting quarterback that you would need a guy like Kirk Cousins because Minnesota isn't going to part with him – I, I, willingly, I don't mm. think at this point. I know that they want to get something for him. They're probably going to move on from him at the end of the year, especially depending on where in the draft order they end up. Yeah. But at the same time, they don't have a good plan B besides from Kirk Cousins. Nick mm. Mullins, their backup quarterback, went on IR with Justin Jefferson. So now you have Jaron Hall, who is a rookie, a fifth-round pick rookie, and then you have Sean Mannion, who's still in the league as their number three quarterback. So Sean you just Mannion. don't have. I haven't heard that name in a while. I like right. So. <laughs> So you don't have any sort of good options besides Kirk Cousins right now. And also, mm-hmm. this is what a competitive rebuild looks like. That's what Kwesi Adolfo Mensa, their GM, said That's at the fair. beginning of the year, was that this was a competitive rebuild. They weren't going to tear everything down. And to his credit and to the Vikings' credit, they have been competitive. They have been in one-score games this entire year. They've lost now four of them, but they won one as well. So this is what a competitive rebuild looks like in reality, in practice. And I think they're a ton a little bit for uh, all of the luck and the bounces they got last season as well. It's going to be interesting. Carmen, thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Have so much fun with Monsi yes. over the next few weeks. <laughs> all right? Oh, my gosh. I'm Most so, importantly, I'm have so, so much fun. Excited. Yeah. We're going to have the best. I'm so excited. I'm sorry you won't be there, Alex, but I'm glad we'll get to talk I'll to call in. Yeah. I'll call in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I'll be there. Kind of. A little <laughs> bit. In spirit. Right. A little bit. <laughs> All right, Carmen, have a great uh, NFL Sunday tomorrow, and we'll see you soon. Thank you, guys. Bye, girl. All right, bye. Now let's check in with Brian to see what's trending. Yes, we do have a lot of college football that is going on right now. Number 16, Utah, is on top of Cal, 24-14 to 14, through three quarters. So our attention is on that one. Also, regarding the Pac-12 that will soon be defunct, it's number 7, Washington, ahead 22-18 against number 8, Oregon, where Michael Penix Jr., the UW starting quarterback, 180 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception. They've actually just started the, the third quarter not quite, but they're getting close to doing so. So halftime there, moments away from getting the third quarter underway. Elsewhere, number six, Penn State in a laugher is ahead 28 to nothing against UMass. And this is a UMass team that is one in six. So somehow they found a way to schedule that game. And it's early third quarter there. As far as the completed ones, yeah, number one, Georgia pulverizing Vanderbilt 37 to 20. Carson back, the Bulldogs starting quarterback, 261 yards, passing one touchdown and one pick. Number three, Ohio State roughing up Purdue, 41-7. to Number two, Michigan all over Indiana, 52-7. to And J.J. McCarthy, the Wolverine signal caller, three touchdowns through the air. Number four, Florida State 
No issues with Syracuse 41 to 3. And the Seminoles bust out to a 6-0 record, 4-0 in conference play under their coach Mike Norvell. And lastly, Arkansas made it interesting down the stretch, but they come up just short in their hopes of an upset. Number 11 Alabama holds off the upset-minded hogs who dropped to 2 and 5 after a 24 to 21 triumph in Tuscaloosa for Nick Saban who by the way picks up his 200th career win as the Alabama head coach so they go out to 6 and 1 and are still perfect in conference play at 4 and 0 with that let's get it back to Monty Bolaños and Alex Curry Thank you, Brian. You're listening to Fox Sports Saturday. I'm Alex Curry alongside Masi Bilanos. We are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios in Los Angeles. And like I said, we have a packed show of powerhouse women guests today. And our next guest has her finger on the pulse of all things L.A. sports teams. She's got a smile and energy that will light up a room. Let's bring in Spectrum LA sports reporter, my good friend, Lil Nikki K. Oh, what's up, ladies? Happy Saturday. Yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> we haven't used that one yet. We We're haven't. The most, like, goal of the show, let's have fun. But yay, Saturday. Let's Saturday, go. Saturday, baby. Hey, congratulations on this show to the two of you. This is so awesome and such a true testament to girl power. We run the world. So yes. I'm so <laughs> thrilled it's an honor and a privilege to be joining you uh i love you okay yeah this is not like good vibes first question though because uh you were covering the dodger sweep uh, you were there boots on the ground what was it like in the clubhouse and in the stadium after they went down 2-0 alex i have to tell you it was so surreal um after that game two loss in chavez ravine right normally in the course of a playoff series, you can kind of get a sense from guys when they feel like series are out of hand um, or, you know, following consecutive losses, if they're able to bounce back. And for the Dodgers, right, the 100-win Dodgers, going into that clubhouse after that loss, uh, there was just a quiet still. Mm -hmm. And and obviously the guys knew going down 0-2, their backs were against the wall. But even more, I, I got this sense that, they didn't really know where to find the answers, right? And the first interview I had was with rookie James Altman, right? Mm-hmm. This is his first postseason. He kind of was at a loss for words. And then you head back to the season veterans, and it's a crowd of people surrounding Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. And, and I spoke to Freddie, and I said, you know, when when you're at the plate, is, is there a collective sense of pressing? I mean, yes, every batter has their own journey, right? But yeah. It is is that pressing contagious? And he he kind of shook off the that thought with me. But then he's like, you know, I guess you could look at it that way. That um, this stillness and the inability to produce quality at bats is is almost contagious. And it's something we see not just this postseason, yeah. but clearly in the last several postseasons. So it's um it's very confusing for Dodger fans. Obviously, it's such a a thrill during the regular season when you've got Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman, you know, at the top of your lineup. But then it's like when the the failure for production happens time and time again when it matters the most. October baseball is supposed to be such a joyous time here in L.A. Um, it, it, it is very frustrating. Very, very frustrating. Nikki, thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to stick with the Dodgers for just a hot second. I was there game two, and I was like, man, we are swinging at garbage. Like, I, I just, I don't know if it was that they were nervous or what. Do you put any blame at all on the five days off? 
I don't I don't think you can look at that as as you know the reason why they didn't produce and and what you just said right there right they were it, it seems like they were forcing the issue and yes. it's almost like it's almost like the nerves um, of the moment which is so silly to say when you're talking about perennial MVP candidates right. like Mookie and Freddie um, I do think though that uh, it it is something to be assessed with how they show up in the playoffs and manager Dave Roberts spoke about it openly saying he needs to do a better job of getting his guys ready for the moment, which seems, which seems like you're talking about a team of rookies, right? But um, ultimately the Dodgers, you know, shortages of, of quality starting pitchers and then, you know, the offensive production, if the bats don't show up to back up, you know, a quality outing by the bullpen, then what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. All right. Well, let's move on to the NBA because the season is right around this the corner. This is joy. Let's party pants on. Let's you know? let's let's take a deep breath. Let's put a smile on our face. We heard LeBron say during I think it was media day yeah. that this is AD's team and he got paid this offseason like it's going to be. But my question is, is AD really ready to step up? and take that responsibility and and be the guy that the Lakers need him to be. Alex, I'm so happy you caught on to that messaging, right? Because LeBron has made it very clear. This is AD's team. This is his town. And it was also something I noticed really interesting uh, at the opening press conference from Darvin Ham and Rob Polinka when they talked about, you know, AD securing his bag, rightfully so. But the, their message to him in those meetings as they entered the offseason was that we want you to be the hardest worker in the gym and we want you to be the de facto leader on this team, which is very uh, interesting for me uh, as I wonder how that leadership will take form for Anthony Davis on the court. Obviously, you see it in his defensive effort. I think during the postseason, we saw some inconsistencies with what he was able to produce on offense night in and night out. So maybe it's that consistency. Um, he is a, you know, I don't want to say soft-spoken. He's very uh, matter-of-fact with how he feels, and he hates losing. He wears it on his face. But as the leader of this team, and as you watch LeBron still be, you know, a spokesperson for the purple and gold, how is Anthony Davis going to rise to the occasion as the leader and the firepower for the Los Angeles Lakers is something that I'm asking as well. And I'm also looking not just at Anthony Davis, but there's been a lot of talk about D'Angelo Russell and the leadership he wants to have, uh, I think, vocally as a point guard and the starting point guard, which um, he's rightfully earned that role. It's going to be it's going to be fun for Laker fans this season because I do think AD has gotten the message that he needs to step up. He does. I mean, yeah, it's obvious. He needs to stay healthy. Now, the West is tough obviously with teams like the Nuggets the Suns the Warriors is this Lakers team a championship roster I I love this question because it it brings out the young Laker fan in me right we we grew up in Southern California Mm -hmm. and and the dominance of the purple and gold is is something to be so proud of and I'm the first to be critical but what I do think is when you look at what the Lakers accomplished with that run to the Western Conference Finals on limited time to build chemistry last 
season. And then you roll that over into this season, right? There is continuity now. The guys have had time to work together, even with the new faces. And I love what the front office did this offseason. They got younger. They got more athletic. They brought in more shooting. And now you add in all those factors, and then you give it that foundation of a Western Conference Finals run. I have to say it. I do think this is a championship-caliber team because, especially whenever you have the names LeBron James and Anthony Davis on your roster, I mean, you're always saying there's a chance, right? But I'm, so I'm you're really saying there's a chance. Oh, oh, I'm saying there's a chance. But yes, as as you mentioned, the West is stacked. I'm really, really thrilled for the drama that we're going to see play out, just competition-wise, um, in the NBA this year. Yeah, I think, Alex, you forgot to mention the Clippers. In, uh, I did. Oh, uh, so Monty's, Monty's also a uh, uh, Southern California native, but <laughs> roots for the other team. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to talk about Lob City. I know we haven't been called Lob City in a decade, uh-huh. but I can't. That's the name of one of my fantasy leagues, Lob City, because I can't get over it. I um, love it. So, over under, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are going to play more than, what, three and a half games? I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> together? Yeah, together time. at the same together. time. I'm just kidding. I really want to, I, I believe that Russell Westbrook, can actually be one of the X factors for the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Am, am I crazy to think yeah. that? No, and you're talking to a UCLA Bruin. So, I, and I covered Russell when he was in Oklahoma City. So I've oh, awesome. watched. I've watched the um, dedication and passion with which he commits to Ugh. the game, night in, night yes. out. And you know, it, it, his relationship with media can sometimes be, you know criticized, but the teammate he is, everyone who shares a locker with him absolutely raves about him, and you've already seen it. I mean, this is his first training camp with the Clippers, right? right? You, he came in, he, he got the guys all iPhones, and what I love about his presence, not just as a regular season force, um, because, you know, whether Kawhi or PG miss games, we know Russell's going to show up. Um, I also love that he is going to be the vocal leader that Kawhi Leonard won't be. Exactly. Right? And, and, yes. and so I think this is really a, a great role for Russ in his hometown. It might not have been the colors he grew up rooting for. And I did speak to someone who was with the team in Hawaii at training camp, and he said, you know what, right now chemistry is great. Vibes are great. The effort from the guys has been 100 and right now he, he assessed the team maybe a little bit further ahead defensively than they were offensively. But the Clippers and what Steve Ballmer has done since bringing, you know, since taking ownership of this team is he's really done a good job of, of making them deep, bringing in versatility. And then when you've got the star power names like Kawhi, Paul, and Russell, it's, it's going to be very intriguing. And I, I do think Westbrook's presence in that locker room is going to be a plus factor. And he's got that chip on his shoulder being back oh, in LA, but not we in the bright it. spotlight of the Lakers. So it could yeah. work out for him. Nikki, exactly. I love you so Alex. much. <laughs> Subtle job. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Uh, let's do it again. Such a pleasure. Thanks for, for uh, being trailblazers in your own right, ladies. Mm, um, thank you. We, October is the best month of the sports year. Right? Up, safe, safe travels, and I can't wait for more dancing videos on <laughs> fields across America. Oh, I do. <laughs> okay. I'll blast all right. you all with it. It'll be fun. All right. Much love, you guys. Thank love you, you Nick. <laughs> all right. We're going to take one more break, but when we come back, Monty and I are giving some NFL picks. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 
Middle of the Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. First and 10 around 42, play action. Travis has a pocket, looking to throw, winding up. Home run ball, Coleman has a step. Coleman caught, 20, 10, trot in there, baby. Big play alert. You've just centered Keon County. That is Jeff Colain from Learfield on the golf. Florida State crushed Syracuse, Alex. 41-3, to Florida State 6-0. Ooh, and that was a progressive play of the day. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All of your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. That's right. You're listening to Fox Sports Saturday. I'm Alex Curry here with Monty Bolaños, and we are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios in Los Angeles. And it is time for some NFL game picks. Producer Brandon, lead us through. All right. Last week, we had someone go undefeated, and her name is Monty. That's right. What? Yeah. That's right. That's right. Monty went 4 0. Yeah. And Alex, you went three and one, so you weren't. It's a one. Too I far know behind. it was like the one game we disagreed on. Yeah. Yes. So for the season, ah! we got season tallies. No. Alex is at eleven and five. Monty is at thirteen and three. Damn. Damn. Those are rookie numbers. Those are two playoff teams. That's playoff it's true. teams. It's true. Yeah. No, be better, Curry. Be better. All right. Well, let's head into this week. The Cowboys, who are favored by two and a half, are at the Chargers. Cowboys at Chargers. And it's uh, another prime time game for the Cowboys. Yeah. Monday Night Football. Now, Cowboys are dealing with a lot of injuries. Okay, they got thirteen guys on the injury report right now, which is a typical thing that happens after you play the 49ers because it's an extremely physical game. They're coming off an extremely embarrassing loss last Sunday, but I'm going to take the Chargers. 
I'm going to take the Chargers here. Uh, Austin Eckler's likely to come back. Uh, Herbert is dealing with a little something. <laughs> you might not have Joey Bosa, but I'm still going to take the Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers, even though everybody at SoFi is going to be a Cowboys fan. Oh, it's going to be all, cow- be all it's Cowboys, be all fan, Cowboys fans. fans. Chargers win. All Cowboys fans. <laughs> All right, we're both taking the Chargers. Yeah. All right, looking ahead, we have the Lions favored by three at the Buccaneers. Now, both teams are first. Yeah. In their division. Lions feel like the real deal here. Lions, uh, yeah, Lions offense is fourth in points per game, sixth in yards per game. And even though Baker Mayfield is having this, like, resurgence in Tampa, Bucks offense is not doing that great. So I'm going to take the Lions here. I, I also have the line. The Lions need to beat a good team. They have to. They have to win this one. Yeah. Like, I, that sounds crazy to put this much pressure on them in this game, but they really do need to win this one. Yeah. They have to, or else questionable. All of us, questionable. I mean, like, yeah. The, the, the Bucks' uh, offense is tied for 20th in points per game and 20, 22nd in yards per game. So it's not a, they're not playing a strong offense. Yeah. They should be able to outscore them. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm with you. We'll they, see. The, the Lions need to win in Tampa. Yeah. All right. All right, let's look to Cincinnati where we have the Bengals favored by two and a half against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks and Bengals. Bengals had a nice a nice win last yeah. week. Three touchdowns. Against the More Cardinals. than they had all week or all I, season. Seriously. <laughs> they won two of their last three after starting the season 0 oh and two. They also started last season two and three before winning ten of the final eleven games. They're saying Joe Burrow's finally healthy. Uh, I I mean, who knows? He's coming off his best game of the season, which is not saying too much here. I'm going to take the Bengals. Uh, I don't don't like this answer, but I'm taking the Bengals. I don't like it. I don't like it. But I'm taking the Bengals. All right. All right. Our final game is going to be the Colts at the Jaguars. Jaguars favored by four and a half coming off. The London stint. Colts at Jaguars. I mean, they had Jags are coming off two games in London. They could be dealing with a little jet lag. They even admitted they're worried about the London hangover. Colts have Gardner Minshew that's going to start for an injured Anthony Richardson. I don't think it's that big of a difference. I'm going to take the Colts. Oh, I'm taking the Jaguars. Hey! Hey! Okay. All right. Almost same, same again. A little, but at least one. There we go. That was fun. All right. Thank you so much for spending your Saturday afternoon with us. Monty, we'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Stay awesome, fam. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.